They'll check it out. A whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third culture kids where the concept of the dukan is the, the corner shop or the top right, We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You tuned in to the dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity. They created expression and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. Welcome to your tribe. Yo, as part of this Ramadan's The Can Get Spit movement, we got a little sum sum for y'all. This year, we're moving with Decathlon. If you don't know them, they're that giant mega store with over 5,000 different type of products across 7,000 different type of sports. Yep, those guys. All you got to do is whisper the can to any of the staff when you visit the store. Or if you're shopping online, you could also use our discount code Dukan 10 to get 10% off. For more information, check out the episode description and you'll find all the details you'll need under Decathlon. Welcome to your tribe. Is your phone on airplane mode? That's kind of what I say before class. Yeah. Because some people's phone rings on uh, in yoga class. Right? I imagine. <laughs> but this is the thing is like I was in, so when I'm in yoga class, I leave my phone uh, in my bag, in my duff, like outside. But I see some people now, they just put their phone right next to them, next to the mat. And I wonder about, I don't, I, I don't want to judge, but I am judgy. Like I'm <laughs> a judgy person. So I, I don't want to judge, but I'm like, is that good for you for the practice? Is yoga supposed to be peaceful? I think that's the question that I always wonder. So that's the thing when like, what makes it different from any other sport is that aspect to it, that connecting with yourself and all yeah. of that. And once you bring your phone in, you're basically still in the outside world. You're not tuning in with yourself. You're, right. you're still wherever you were. So it's, it's mainly like this practice is meant to bring you to the here, to the now, yeah. to focus on your present moment. And instead, you're kind of disturbing yourself or distracting yourself with the phone that's not supposed to be there. Right. So like I would advise against it. But like since, for example, I teach in a gym, a lot of students are still mentally at work for example when they enter the class so they're still like answering the boss from here and all of that so I always start with put your phones on silent on airplane mode some people even have alarms on their phone in the middle of the class (laughs) the disrespect like this is what I'm trying to say right it's like okay we're trying so yogic practice for you what does it mean? Like, what is it? Is it to disconnect, or can you just be stretchy about it? Like, is it just is it just to stretch the thing out, or is it to disconnect and to be present? So every person does it for their own purpose. It's not really like I can't come and say, oh, it's uh, spiritual and physical, and everyone has a reason why they practice. So right. some people, their reason is purely physical. I started practicing for purely physical reasons. So I was, um, I I used to be a dancer. And uh, I did not have a partner for the longest time. And I basically started because I was flexible. I said, okay, I want to do handstands. I want to be able to do all those things. And I did it for the skills at first. What kind of dance? Uh, salsa. So right. But so let me tell Latin. you how there's a deficit. If you boys are watching, there's a huge deficit <laughs> in men and partners. I searched for years. So now you had to find yoga. Now you had to go solo dolo, right? Because exactly. you can't. <laughs> then I don't need anyone. Right. Then you don't need anyone. Salsa is about finding independence for women. Because I'm telling you, if you are a boy and you want to like dance, please just tell the Dukan show. I'm trying to. <laughs> I searched for years for partners. For years, my world was like, 
okay, going to different dance studios, trying to find a partner. So I totally understand needing yeah. to go and be and just wanting to find yourself in because salsa is a, to be honest, all ballroom. Yeah, uh, forces you to confront yourself as a leader, as a follower. I guess yoga does the same thing, no? So yes, and at the same time, it's it's mainly about uh, keeping active, about yeah. also embracing that active lifestyle, having something to look forward to. So I was I was into okay, let's do let's practice to do a handstand, let's practice all the difficult things. But once this is done, like once you're like okay, now I can do those right. things. Right, but. You start you start seeing that you wait for the time where the yoga class comes. So that's before becoming a teacher, before deciding that, oh, I want to teach others how to do this. Right. It was a journey of, okay, this is not only physical anymore. I literally wait for that class because I need that mental balance in my life. Right. So the moment I enter this room or this space, I feel different. And the moment I exit, I'm not the same person. So... This kind of balance in my life, especially coming from corporate world as a background, is is very important for everyone's life. And and it's really interesting for also other corporate people to explore it instead of looking at it as a like a woo woo thing. That yeah oh, yeah this I mean, woo woo vibe right. Like let's let's talk. I think that yoga has a bad rep. As somebody like so first of all, I practice no single kind of yoga. I am a yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That is what I am. <laughs> we might have to cut that out, but it is what I am. No, I'm a student of the city. I don't believe, that, like, I, I love the variation and I love different teachers and their philosophies. It teaches me about them and the way they, you know, and even now tell, you telling me your journey, I'm understanding, okay, you, you didn't operate in a world of like, you operated in a corporate world. So you understand what people in the corporate world need when they enter your space. So how did you end up teaching? Because now, like, you're a student, you're loving yoga, it's your space in the middle of the week for you. How did you decide to jump from being, you know, on one side of the room to the other? So um, for me, it's the same side. So the way that yoga made me feel afterwards yeah. was, okay, I want to I wanna tell everyone. I want to tell everyone who's on a computer the whole day that this is insane, this is amazing. Like, if you were at work the whole day and at 6 p.m. you're, like, feeling this, you know, like pressure and the stress and this, all of that. And you go to a class and release all of that and come back very like fresh the next day. So I wanted to spread this in actually my corporation. So yeah. basically I was giving classes in my company as a practice and during my teacher training and during before, like on the time where I was practicing for my yoga exam, I was teaching at my company to actually build that practice. And you see how people enter the class with a perception about yoga and right. give the class completely different. Some people, like mainly a lot of guys, just registered to my class because they're my friends at work. And, and Which is wonderful. You, you need ride or dies. Like at all, you know, your <laughs> friends are like, okay, whatever. So She's some doing people were thing, curious. Right. Yeah. But did, they, did any of those guys continue to do the practice after they left? So that's the thing. So... And 90% of men, well, after they attend the first class, they're like, okay, I, it's not for me. Because um, it's it's intimidating when you look around, like when guys look around and see the girls like touching their toes and completely... Because girls uh, naturally or have a tendency to be more flexible. Okay. So it's intimidating for something that we are kind of like in, in men's perception, we are better at okay. as women. So when, I, when a guy turns around in class and people look around a lot. So when a guy turns around and sees how flexible others are, 
he gets intimidated and then he's like, okay, maybe it's, maybe, maybe I'm it's not, not good not at for this. Me, maybe right. it's not for me. So, and that's on top of the spiritual aspect. That's purely like a physical thing that's comparing yourself to others. And, and that instead, like men should be like, they, we sh- they should know that you need to tune into your own journey. It's, it's your own thing that you build. And, right. and I've seen a lot of men improve like from zero to hero in, in their practice just by, Showing up. Yes, like exactly. Just, by, well, just coming for the second class. Let's exactly, say. exactly. And I think this is something that I've learned as part of learning and as part of sport in general. The first is always the worst. <laughs> like you are going to be real garbage at the beginning. And if you can show up to the second class, you have an exponentially higher chance of surviving. And if you can show up to the third or fourth, at each time, the chances of you getting good become and not just good attached like yes, you will get yes. you will get this feeling that okay I am improving I'm attached to my improvement yes. and this is why I want to come back yeah so so and and this is what's missing like the the from the first to the second class that's the link that's kind of uh, that's the hardest part right yeah. because and I, I I also recognize this when I first started practicing I realized I was looking at everybody else. And then there's a moment somewhere around like the fifth or sixth class where you're like, you've got to really look inside. You have to look at yourself only. And now when like when I practiced with you last the last time we, you know, we did a yoga class, um, I was at decathlon. I was like, I'm just going to focus on her and I'm going to focus on myself. And I don't remember who was around us. I know Ian was right next to me because he's your, <laughs> me and my ride or die. But like, I just know... You have to learn to go inward or yoga, in my opinion, doesn't really work. Yeah. If you're always looking outward, it doesn't really work. So, yeah. And like decathlon was a really nice example. So it's, it was we were basically in the middle of the store. Yeah. So it was like a lot of crowd, a lot of people passing by, people looking around. And first it, it builds it builds the kind of awareness that, OK, this is what yoga is. It's not uh, people doing uh, weird things on on their own. Right. And, like, it's not. It's not that. And um, it, it's also like when I said cancel the noise or remove the distractions from around you. This is not easy. It's really like it's hard to be silent. Yeah. It's hard to sit in silence. No one is saying that it's the easiest thing to do. But doing the hard thing, like doing do the, the hard, hard thing, thing. Yeah, like do exactly. the hard thing. You exactly. know. And I and I think it's really well what you did that was so nice as well was you put you had cards that you put in front of it. We had we chose cards. And I remember mine was hold the excuses. That was my card. I and Ian's card was absolutely everything is progress. Mm-hmm. And I wanted his card. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want my card. So I, usually <laughs> your card, like the one you pull, uh, resonates somehow with you in an yes. aspect of life. It doesn't have to be in this class or in, yeah. in your yoga journey. It's because I see it like I give my I give those cards in every single class and I see a lot of reactions to it. Like yeah. some students are like, I want the card that says I can eat as much chocolate as I want. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So people look forward to read what's uh, it's not even it's not even a prediction or anything no, it's just no. a nice universe message let's say yes so um so i do that because i want i want to add that spiritual but at the same time i don't want to i don't want to take away from the physical part of the practice yes. so so i just i give that message and most of my most of my sessions are pure like are more power like more power yoga more physical because of the 
amount of men that's in my class. So I, I usually teach at a boxing gym. Oh, really? And, okay, great. And more than 50% of students are, are men. So, so that, like, this is what it is needed in a class. So building muscle, building flexibility. Yes. And, and it does build strength and flexibility, which are, which are two things that people look for in yoga, but they don't look for them in the first class or they don't look for them when they book yoga. They yes, look for course. relaxation or for um, to unwind, let's say. the For me, when I... Well, for yoga, for me, is not a drill. Like, I... <laughs> This is not, it's a contact sport. Okay. Like when I look at yoga in my life, um, it has been power yoga. It has been, I think it's because I, we're generally competitive, the people I surround myself with. And we tend to do sports that are very, uh, they, the sports are very tired. Like they're really hard on our bodies. So I wouldn't imagine any of us being able to just Zen out and do a light flow. No, we need the power to connect like the mind body connection. I appreciate that your classes are actually more men because I believe now more than ever we need to facilitate tools for the men that we know to find peace within themselves by any means possible, like by any means. And I think your class is probably a really good example of that. And sometimes the means uh, is breath, let's say. So sometimes yeah. it uh, doesn't have to be, okay, uh, calm your mind, don't, uh, don't think of other things, don't get distracted. Sometimes it's just like inhale, like inhales and exhales in a particular sequence or right. in a particular timing that uh, relieves the person. So it does not have to be something like... Uh, something spiritual that maybe not everyone agrees with. So sometimes like the the things I use more in classes are breath breathing techniques. Breath different work. Yeah. yeah breath work. So so that so that actually everyone um relates let's say yeah well the, i mean the, that's the, the core of us right we all breathe <laughs> we all exactly. well i think we all don't breathe well that's the first thing <laughs> that i realize is like nobody right now anybody none of you are breathing properly <laughs> like zero <laughs> people listening right now are breathing properly myself included and i think that um yes getting to the breath the beginning of us the beginning of what we are is the breath and without without it i i am always grateful uh, in class whenever even when you're was when i was in your class i always come back to like I don't ask my body to breathe. It just does, you know, and I'm grateful for that, that I don't, the things that I truly need, I don't actually have to ask for. I don't ask for my heart to pump or my, you know, my breath, my body to breathe. It just does. And um, I think that's where all healing begins. You know, it, it begins and ends there. Welcome to your tribe. Yo, as part of this Ramadan's The Can Gets Fit movement, we got a little something, something extra for you. See, we believe that your fitness journey and building better habits Ain't got to end with the holy month. So we partner with One Beat to give you the special discount. They're offering all our listeners a 15% discount across all class packages. Simply, all you got to do is visit the website, onebeatdxb.com, select your favorite package, 5, 10, 15, or 20 classes, and put in our promo code DGF with One Beat. DGF for Dukan Gets Fit with W-I-T-H, the number one, and B-E-A-T, on checkout to get to enjoy a 15% discount. Check out the classes, get your health in check, and have a great time, y'all. For more information, check out the episode description and you will find all the details you need under One Beat DXB. Welcome to your tribe. So for where where do you want to take your practice? Like obviously 
you're teaching now and you're teaching in spaces where yoga may not necessarily be, you know, the, the overarching, this is, it's the practice of like in boxing gyms and, you know, yeah. where, where do you take yoga from there? Like, what is your hope for yoga? So, so yeah, starting with spreading the practice to people that are far away from that environment. Right. That's the first thing, which are corporate people, men. So there are, I wouldn't say target markets. It's a very marketing oriented thing. Yeah. But I, I would say there are people who need yoga and they still don't know they do. Right. So so those those are the those are the people that I relate to kind of working with. And those are the people that I see coming back. And when those people come back to my class, this is where I feel like that's my kind of sense of purpose behind that's teaching. That's your calling. That's yeah. happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is where I see, like when I organize events with, with uh, corp- corporations, yeah. when I organize events that are for employees, I like, I encourage, literally, I encourage, I, like I, I'm very, um, let's say I, I was very proud to work with Decathlon on this collaboration because it feels that, that companies collaborate like who collaborate on yoga and wellness are are companies who want their employees to be well who want their people to feel well absolutely so and and this is like like I like I like doing those kinds of events I like collaborating with companies to work on yoga with their employees because the way we sit on our desks for eight hours is not okay well yeah can you explain what because I know right now while someone's watching or listening there's someone who's been sitting at their desk probably for four or five hours by the time they get to the yeah. podcast. So tell me, what is the problem with sitting for that long? Uh, like, what, what, what does it do to us? So you, you said something completely right, which is sitting for that long. So people think that, oh, if I straighten my back and sit for four hours, that's fine. But it's really not yeah, fine. No, like it's not like, oh, okay, you have to have a p- perfect posture in order to like be sitting right. properly. The the idea is you cannot sit for four hours without moving. So whether you, anything you do, like if you stretch, like you just stretch on your desk, it's something. Right. Or, so if you just know three or four exercises to do on your desk a few times a day, it helps a lot with your back. It helps a lot with your lower back. Some people come to classes, like to yoga classes, and their backs are destroyed, like destroyed. And it shows that it's the way they sit on a chair. It's right. like they, they're they sitting with a curved back. Like a like, C. They've yeah, got a C exactly. thing going. Yeah. Exactly. So, and it, it's bad for your lower back. Like once you start it, it won't happen on the first year, but once you're in corporate for five years, you will start feeling the, the discs in your back will be damaged. The, your neck will, yeah. will not be well. So there, there's a lot of, uh, like, it's not that, oh, yoga will fix that or reverse that. It's that yoga will make your muscles, your, your ligaments, your tendons more flexible in order to avoid injuries, whether they're work-related or other sports-related, like boxing, let's say. Yeah. So you'll be more, like your muscles will be more lenient and that will help with not getting injuries from work or otherwise. Okay. And what about from, and I, I say this like with, with all the understanding that everybody has a different journey, but what about from a mental health perspective? Where does yoga sit? Like, is it actually helping people the way you know it's mar- by the way yoga marketing amazing like, <laughs> everyone's like it's good for your heart good for your but is it really like truthfully? so so yes it it is but it depends like there are every person has every body is different and right. every person has a different uh, way of interacting with any sport so for some people the 
it's not enough to pump your blood for some people it's uh, you know so some people want cardio related activities and yoga is not that yeah. yoga is a flow that will keep your heart rate stable while working your muscles and while making you more flexible and so on so it's re- like the benefits are all there right and from a mental health perspective it's mainly like my motto is the harder you work in a class the harder you like you sweat let's say in a yoga class the more your last 10 minutes of savasana while you're lying down will feel like a complete relief like okay. will feel like so your meditation gets tw- 20 times better when you remove the physical from the from the uh, image I see. so basically you work hard you sweat it off as much as you can then you lie down that part you will relax 10 times more if you worked harder during right the so practice. the reward is bigger the harder you work during the practice yes and it will be like your mind will be much more clear if you like your you, you will feel that your your mind is much more calm much more relaxed if you worked out the if you did the core of the physical right and what about so speaking of this like feeling relaxed and all of that Was there a moment, what was the most like enlightened moment of your practice? Like in your whole career, whether you were a teacher or a student, maybe we're always students, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we are. But um, was there, what was that moment for you where you were like, oh, this is my home? Like, So I wouldn't say it's a moment. Mm-hmm. I would say every time I get on the mat is that moment. So if I want to go, like now I actually seek the moment. So I go to my mat to find those moments. Yeah. And it's... So it's not it's not really like uh, okay like I have this like I found this thing or it's it's nothing we need to I don't think it's something we find I think it's just when you go into yourself and get to know yourself better and when you feel that okay I'm really in the present and I'm not getting distracted even though no one is giving like for example when you meditate yeah. you like most people have the voice in their head and the million voices I definitely and you do cannot... I can't silence it so so this this is really hard to achieve but once you feel like you manage to do five minutes then 10 minutes right. and then you feel like your practice is improving and your reaction let's say your uh, the way you react with people the way you the way the way you deal with others outside of the meditation yeah Uh, changes and there is where you reap the benefits of all all what you're doing so because like for example I was a very very reactive person I used to get angry in a very uh, simple like if someone approaches me or like it was it was very easy to get me angry or really so you were quite reactive to the world you mean like yeah yeah yeah. so would uh, you call yourself negative would you would you were you negative no not really negative I would say um I, I don't know a word other than reactive to right. say. So so let's say I maybe I didn't listen enough or maybe I didn't um, have the needed emotional intelligence to sit back and understand really what the other person means or read between the lines. So I felt like this practice helped so much to change my, not my personality, but change my, this, this reactiveness to, no, yeah. to a more like, stable listening in control uh, you know like it's it grounded me let's say it yeah, grounded me yeah. like now I'm, I feel like calm I feel I feel like a peaceful person I feel like not like external factors will not impact me or destroy my mental health or affect me 
in a way unless I allow them to. Right. So and and that's and that I feel is the impact of what let's say meditation or yoga did to me. So that's something I'm obviously eternally grateful <laughs> of for. Of course, it's <laughs> so. it, it's the it's the cornerstone of your piece right now from the sounds of it. Yeah. And how so when when we when for a lot of people Instagram or TikTok are their first interactions with like practicing yoga. Uh, and I say practice like performing yoga or whatever it is. Um, what do you think of this world of bendy <laughs> trending? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it, me. <laughs> you, you know, like, the, yeah. and it, I, I'm not saying that it's gatekeeping because it's not. It's making yoga and its practice accessible to so many people who may never have access to it. But I just wonder, is this good for us, the way it's represented on social media in these endless scrolls of bendy people? It's true. So just like filters, so it's the same, I think it's the same um, interaction. So I don't think that bendy people or flexible people were always that that way. I don't think that it it took them one try to take that shot and it didn't. Uh, People practice for years to, to do those things. So there like there has to be some awareness behind the effort behind the thing so i i personally like guilty i watch these things <laughs> like I, i literally can spend hours watching these things It's i save beautiful. them for the day that i can practice you know like yeah. that i do them and i do practice while I, sometimes i use something that i saw on instagram to right. practice for something or to build a sequence for a class so It's, it is helpful, but at the same time, it's like filters. So you, like people who are watching need to realize that this is, I, I wouldn't say not real, this is real, but this took a lot of effort, a lot of shots yes. to, to reach. Yes. So it's, it's not that simple. Yes. So, so And you shouldn't expect it from the first class. Or I think it's class. that expectation that it sets that makes it so difficult for, you know, Uh, when when I say I practice yoga, that that doesn't that, it just means that I show up to classes. Exactly. <laughs> That's all it means. Like I'm I'm just being honest. I just show up to classes. But for a lot of women and men that I know, they're just intimidated because the world now shows. Okay, they're like, well, I can't meditate, so I can't do yoga. There's so many connotations now built in. Yeah. And I guess you're right. It's the highlight reel. It's truthfully the highlight reel. And I wish maybe maybe we should search for more documented journeys like. There are people who are like 100 days of handstands and you see them do nothing at first. And then at the 100 day, they're like amazing. So, so yeah, but other, again, other people's journey is other people's journey. Yes. So so even 100 days of handstand, if it's not you doing it, if it's someone else doing it, it would feel like for the person that's doing the 100 days, it's amazing because it's it's literally like they are documenting themselves and seeing themselves improve yes it's not for others it's for themselves and mostly that's what reels are so if i look back at my own reels which i do many times i am looking at okay i did that so i'm proud of that movement that i practiced for ages and i'm posting it not not just for the world to see i'm posting it because it satisfied me to do it yes so that's like It's more important to do it for yourself than to see that, oh, someone else managed. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it helps to, to make you like, maybe it helps to make you see what's possible. Yes, it gives you the, the, the vision so you can visualize the potential of where yeah. you could go. But I think what you said earlier was so profound. Everybody is different. Yeah. Everybody is different and everybody is different. Yeah. And so the more we honor how different we are in this sense, the better it will all be, I think. And so where now 
now what where do you want like where where can people find you if they want to take your class like is that do they find you online are you one yeah. of the bendy people Yes, yeah. you are. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm more proud of my strength than my flexibility. Right. So I am very flexible, but um, I enjoy the powerful things like holding a handstand right. without a wall, uh, those things. So I teach a lot of those in my class, the crow pose, the, the poses that require strength. I also teach a lot of flexibility. Of I course. do a lot of backbend classes and those things. But um, like... Some teachers are meant to like bend and hold their legs from the back, you know. And even if I could hold, like, if, even if I could full split, or even if I could that, uh, my focus is more on power uh, and skills, strength. power and skills than than uh, flexibility. But it's uh, it's just a preference. It's not really. Uh, yeah, it has no it has no bearing. You're practicing nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, to find me, um, so basically uh, there's there's few ways to find me. First, I'm doing another class at Decathlon, so you can get to know me if you don't want to register. In <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second, I teach at uh, UFC gym, which okay. is the uh, kickboxing gym business bay branch. Uh, I also have my own club, which is, uh, I don't know if you know of Meetup, the Meetup uh, Yeah, Meetup, yeah. Yeah, so I have a, I have a group called Vibe and Flow. It's okay. a very big group and uh, we do uh, park classes. So I do outdoor classes in different parks in, around Dubai, mostly around this area. So Business Bay, right. um, those areas. Um, and uh, I do that to make yoga accessible. So a lot of people will not book a full year at a gym, for example. Of or not everyone has this, uh, like not everyone has the time or all of that. So uh, we, I do maybe once every two weeks, I do a, a big class in a park and uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of new people. It's a really cool vibe over there. And then we have tea together, get to know each other. Oh, so, how lovely. So yeah. you're building community th through Vibe and Flow. Yeah. And yeah. Um, can anybody just, they just have to have a meetup account and they can show up? Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And how 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 big is the community? Is it is it So I think we're at two hundred people now. I oh don't wow. Two hundred <laughs> people. I'm okay, sure, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I guess if uh, some people who find the Dukan show, they're new they're new to town and yeah. they just want like first of all, everyone's new to Dubai. Dubai's always new. Exactly. But like it doesn't matter if you've lived <laughs> no, here. we get a lot of tourists in class. Yeah. Like uh, people who are here for ten days, let's say, and they want to continue practicing, they don't wanna cut their practice from back home. So they, they also come to uh, to the park classes so anyone can show up it's that's uh, so wonderful making yoga accessible is actually i think what a noble practice because it is for everybody true yeah. even though everybody is different it, yeah. yoga yeah, yeah, yeah. is for everybody true and i think that's wonderful yeah <laughs> so i i believe like you said we you'll be at decathlon will you you can get all the details from our from our you know from the decan show instagram and socials but at the same time vibe and flow on meetup they can find you they can hopefully yes. be a part of your community and if somebody wants if 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 there if somebody does want to do power flow is that something they can contact you like they can dm you and help help yeah, figure, sure. figure it out so, because i think that's more accessible to people right yeah so uh, my instagram is victoria debian it's d-e-b-i-a-n <laughs> so uh, yeah i i you can dm me anytime uh, i also do a lot of collabs with uh, with corporate so because as i said i'm i'm focused on employees because yeah. i come from there so uh, so you can also contact me anytime and we can organize something i have a few gigs with a few different <laughs> organizations amazing so if you've been sitting down for the past like six hours i know most of you have 
Uh, take a look at Victoria's Instagram. I think there might be something helpful there for you. She's not a bendy person. She's a power and strength person. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for listening. Please tune in to, tune in to the other episodes that we have. And uh, it is Ramadan. Dukkan gets fit. Uh, join us. Add yourselves to the WhatsApp group. Uh, it's madness out in the city. And we love it. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share it with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.